0: Welcome you to another episode of the Real Estate Market Minute. My mission is to help you better understand the latest trends in the U.S. real estate market and share with you my analysis and industry expertise. I want to help you gain an advantage and feel confident whenever you're buying and selling real estate. I'm your host, Mark Salib. I'm a passionate real estate professional advisor, and investor. I love what I do. All right, we got to look at the 15 best places to buy a home if you wanted it to increase in value. Now, in the last episode we covered the 15 worst, so of course we got to look at the 15 best. No, they're they're not California, New York, which is interesting. Again, this is CNBC Make It article. Mike Winters. Uh, the data comes from Smart Asset Study, just like the fifteen worst. Um, they rank four hundred cities based on average home price growth since nineteen ninety eight. And you know, again, one hundred fifty four percent was the average for the for the U S. in the last twenty five years. Um, but some of these are well over that. Uh, in the 300% range in fact here. I'm gonna go through the list uh, first and then we'll talk about it. So again, the number one spot was 354%. And essentially every city here in the top eight was 300% or higher. And then once you get into nine through 15, you're sort of in that 280% to 300% or 295% range. Um, So again, the whole thing is from just a a whole lot higher than the average, right? So 354% number one, 281% was number 15, and everything in between uh, in the low 300s to high 200s. Number one, Austin, Texas at 354%, followed by Bend, Oregon. Uh, Number two, then Los Angeles, California, followed by San Diego, California. Number five was Oakland, California followed by number 6, Boise, Idaho, number 7, Anaheim, California, uh, followed by number 8, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, number 9, Seattle, Washington, number 10, Napa, California, number 11, Miami, Florida, number 12, Naples, including Marco Island, the island just south of Naples in Florida as well, so that's Naples and Marco Island, Florida, number 13, Riverside, California, followed by number 14, San Francisco, California, and then finally rounding out the top 15 at number 15, Paso Robles, Texas. So, uh, you know, you can almost knock this into Texas, California, Florida, you know, as being a, a large majority, of course, Seattle's in there too, uh, Oregon up in the Northwest as well. So almost like the West coast, the Southeast, including Florida, uh, represents a lot of interesting to see a couple towns in, Ohio- in Idaho as well. And, and that pretty much covers it. Now, Again, these are the top 15, okay? And so let's take a look at this. Just like we looked at the bottom 15, what's the deal here? You know, why were they so much higher? And a lot of it, again, is population migration. Um, What's interesting, though, with a lot of these is it's kind of the when it happened. You know, I I look at Austin, Texas, and uh, some of the movement in Florida for certain. um, And I feel like, you know, it, it seems as though a lot of that movement in Texas, the towns in Texas and Florida, was... A little more recent, like within the last few years, I think, you know, the pandemic sort of induced that movement, um, whether it be for political reasons or in many cases just because people wanted to live in a warmer climate and they could because they were working from home anyway or they wanted to take advantage of the tax situation uh, in places like Florida. Now, but when you see like California actually technically dominate the list, But then you hear, well, so many people are moving out of California in the last few years. But remember, this goes back to 1998. Um, The migration into California combined with the shortage of supply in homes. California prices were going up uh, significantly. Home values were going up significantly um, throughout the late 90s into the 2000s. You know, California known as that, you know, the startups, the tech hub, the technology boom that took place uh, Silicon Valley emerging in the area, uh, you know, ma- major, major corporations, uh, especially one, especially Apple, you know, Google and ones like that, that really just kind of came on the surface, you know, brought in a lot of engineers brought in a lot of, um, you know, infrastructure and jobs and things and were and were high paying jobs. Right. And then not only that with the startups, And of course, with, you know, a lot of other small companies, I mean, it's not just Apple and Google, those are the biggest, but even other companies like, say, Yelp, that's in San Francisco, you know, just so much coming from that area that brought in a lot of wage growth, and therefore elevated prices, and all of that combined with, you know, the population migration, of course, going there, known as a tech hub. You know, I know a lot of folks in the 2000s that were moving to California because of that, they wanted that career in technology, and then, of course, the low inventory, and that pushed Prices higher However, in the last few years you know many people are you know leaving that for other areas you know in the Sun Belt so that's that's interesting to see just how the trend was so strong for many years but then kind of came down but again um, when you look at something like Florida you know Florida has grown steadily over the years with the latest boom I think happening in the last few years but it has grown steadily Um, seeing Miami and Naples Florida there is not too surprising um, aside from that, though, I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. Again, where is it going in the future? It tells you, again, look at population migration, look at trends, look at what's happening. And I talk about it a lot. You look at the Sun Belt. You look at you know places like Texas and Florida. I don't think that trend is over. I think it continues for a while. I think and I mentioned in a previous episode this is probably going to go on uh, for the next seven, eight years. Again, you've got a low inventory situation. You have people migrating into the States because they're very interested in what's going on. Um, and it's not just weather anymore in those areas, infrastructures coming in, jobs are coming in, startups are happening in those areas as well. Um, look at a place like Georgia to Atlanta, certainly North Carolina, places like that. Um, and I think that's where you kind of think, well, what's going to happen in the next? And it's hard to predict 25 years, but you can certainly think, you know, hey, well, where do I see this going at least in the next three to five years, right? All right. I hope you enjoyed that one today. That is it for me today. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, send me an email, mark, at this or DM me on Instagram at the group. Allow me to help you with your particular situation. Together, let's use my industry knowledge, connections, and market expertise to help you grow your wealth or even create the passive income you've always wanted. Don't forget to leave a rating for the show and subscribe to help others find the show and be informed and educated about the real estate. State market just like you. See you on the next Real Estate Market Minute podcast.